Welcome to HeCast, the official podcast of He Changed It. As always, my name is Mike Chisholm. As always, I'm excited to be here. I'm a broken record when it comes to this, but it's the truth. It's so much fun to talk to different people about their take on the aspect of wellness when it comes to men in 2021 and beyond, whether it's mental wellness, whether it's emotional wellness, whether it's physical, spiritual, and all of the above. It is great to have these conversations. I have so much fun having them. I have so much fun with the uh, adventures that I have gotten myself into and the people that I have met through this process. I'm very lucky. Uh, like I've said, I'm a broken record when it comes to these things. I'm the luckiest guy in the entire He Changed It team because all I have to do is have conversations with people while they, uh, the other folk do all the heavy lifting about the app. Hey, speaking of the app, if you haven't downloaded it yet, check out the store, uh, the app store that you are partial to, whether it's Apple or Google. Um, download He Changed It. Check it out. So much stuff being added to it. You ain't seen nothing yet. Be an early adopter of this thing. And if you haven't subscribed or shared the podcast, what the heck are you waiting for? Please, please, uh, ASAP, subscribe and, uh, and, and share this thing. And let's, let's, let's get this movement kicking off and, 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 uh, and let's change the world. That's what the founders of He want to do is they want to change the world with all of the amazing people that we have connected with and uh, have linked arms with us and become part of this. He changed it. Uh, brotherhood that we're we're building here. Um, my guest today is exactly, uh, you know, it's funny. It's like when you throw a stone in the water and then there are ripples that happen. Um, you might, if you're a fan of, of He Cast and you've listened to a lot of the episodes, you'll remember that we talked to John, the executive director of Heads Up Guys and had him on. And we love what Heads Up Guys is doing. And, uh, you know, a little bit homegrown out of the University of British Columbia, but yet a worldwide presence in helping men and, uh, and their struggles and, and performance. And I mean, it's not all about struggle. It's also about, you know, dexterity and fit, mental fitness and mental wellness and, 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 and finding these little hacks in life that can make things better. And uh, the guy that we're about to talk to right now is a, is, is, is a guy who also uh, appreciates what heads up is doing. And, and when it comes to mental wellness and men and has a, a real heart for that, and he owns a coffee company. And he's in Hawaii. These are a few things that I, uh, I I really love. I'm super, super excited that Trevor Perry has taken time out of his day to be a part of HeCast. Trevor, thank you so much for answering the call when uh, when our team reached out to you. Yeah, thank you for having me. And again, like I said, thank you guys for responding to me so quickly. You know, I'm so happy to be a part of this and, and I'm so excited to be here. This is really cool. So um, I want to I want to enlighten the audience on on kind of how this how this has uh, transpired for you. You've got a coffee company. You really appreciate what Heads Up Guys is doing and uh, you're, you're giving back to them. How did that all start? So let me do a little backstory. So yeah, my coffee company, Con- Chronic Roots, is actually fairly new. I only launched in March of 2021. So yep. it's, been, it's been very, very new and things are happening very quickly. And actually in the middle of this, I took a break. I took a two month break to work on my mental health and that's how this whole process started. And that's how I found, um, you know, I found the company that I'm, that I'm working with and, and that's how everything came into place. So like, um, 
I assume, I mean, startups are startups are startups. I mean, they're all different, different types of businesses and whatnot, but I see what the, uh, the team at here is going through uh, during the startup process was your mental health break that you took. And by the way, congratulations for doing that. Uh, let's right now put a little line in the sand or a flag. Let's plant the flag saying, Hey, there are guys out there who it's okay to take a break. So, you know, mm-hmm. let's, let's make sure we declare that right now. Was the, uh, was it the pressure of the startup of the company, all of the things that come with that, was that part of the reason you needed to take the break? Actually, no, the startup was going great. Things yep. were, things were happening quickly. Like I said, I was, I was doing promotions in, in my area, but personal side, there were experiences that happened in my life where, you know, after reflecting with my family and actually talking with my friends, um, I told them, I told them stories that is that have happened. Um, and they, they looked at me and they said, you know, I think you might need to see somebody. And that's when I took a step back and was like, you know, I think you're right. So that's how, that's how it started. And, and that's how I found help. So, um, I'm, I'm, Obviously, we don't want to talk about things that we're, we're, we're not comfortable about talking. Can you, mm-hmm. can you speak to the arena of where this distress came from? Was it a relationship thing? Was it a, what, what were you going through that? It, and I mean, keep it in broad strokes if you like, but uh, what was it that no, uh, I, I can answer? I can answer directly. Yeah, for sure. I actually found one of my family members um, uh, passed away and um, it was one of, one of my, one of my cousins, you know, uh, husbands actually. And, and, you know, that's, it was just it was just a hard moment to to see you know somebody's passing and knowing that that was the person that they loved you know it was heartbreaking for me to watch and and that really that really stuck with me you know that that feeling of you know what if I were to lose somebody that I love so so dearly you know and mm-hmm. that's that's why it, it it just stuck with me for a really long time. You use the word stuck um, when events like that happen. Many times that's exactly what happens is we get stuck. It's almost like a, mm-hmm. like a, like a record or a CD skipping, right? Like it can't get past a certain thing, which affects of course the, you know, the listening experience on, on, uh, on a record or a CD for us getting stuck affects the life experience, doesn't it? Oh, definitely. It expects the overall experience, you know, even, even sleeping habits, you know, your lifestyle, it affects everything around you, you know, your moods, you know? Um, and that's once, once it starts affecting you in that, that aspect, that's when, you know, you know, I think it's, I think it's time to get professional help on this. Yeah. And the downward spiral of those things, that's, that's a really, really good point because, you know, whatever analogy you want to use, you know, dominoes or chain reaction or, you know, um, all all of that kind of stuff. Uh, You know, it starts out something, you know, relatively minor. And the good news about that many times is when you can make that discovery and fix that minor thing, the chain reaction of things getting better can happen as well. Was that your experience? Um, actually, yes. It, at, at the beginning, this is how it started. Um, it was, like you said, it was something so minor. I, I remember I was with my brother and we were listening to an interview together. We were at an event. Um, he was, he was visiting um, for a little bit. This was in, this was in June, I believe. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to this story and I don't know why it just touched me so much. I started bawling my eyes. I had to leave, you know, I was crying and, you know, that's when it hit me. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. I have all of these emotions. You know, I think I just, I need to express it now. It's interesting. Um, you know, we've had a lot of first responders uh, who have talked to us over this time. And I mean, one of the things that I know that the team at he is wanting to build is, is for first responders, because what you're describing, and I don't know if they used PTSD and in, in, in what they were talking about with you or not, but it's funny how PTSD is very, very similar. Like suddenly something will come on, whether it's, you know, a, a, you know, an interview, a song, whatever, and a trigger happens. 
And then all this emotion that you don't even know where it came from. Like, were there times where you're confused? Like, holy smokes, where is this coming from? Yes, exactly. And it's so funny that you use PTSD because my therapist actually told me a couple of weeks ago, you know, this is, that's what my habits are, are representing. So, you know, a lot of things are starting to make sense now, but at the time, you know, when I, when I have these, these certain feelings and, and situations that I've been in before, yeah. and I'm starting to feel a little different about it. That's when, you know, that's when change started to happen, but it, it was all for the better. Well, let's, okay. So we're a couple of guys here. We're a couple of entrepreneurs, um, mm -hmm. you know, both, uh, you know, optimistic, looking towards the future, trying to build good things, trying to do good things. Um, and right now, I think both you and I can, can identify with the fact that when you're in those moments, like right now, it's easy to, it's easy to even talk about this right now, but in the moments, in those moments where there's that confusion that you were just talking about and, and things aren't nearly as clear, like it can almost feel like claustrophobic at that point. Yeah. And it's kind of funny too, because in a lot of those times, a lot of those moments you're alone, but yeah. you feel so claustrophobic and you really don't know where to put that energy. And, and a lot of, and a lot of those ways that energy comes out negatively Yes, because you, know, you, you, you just don't know how to react. And, you know, and once I, once I started feeling like I was acting negatively towards, you know, family members or, or my friends, or that I was irritable, you know, at times, you know, yep. and uh, even, even by myself, irritable, you know, that's, that's, that all, all plays, plays a role together. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's horrible when you have that itch and you can't scratch it. Um, and, and I mean, there's a lot of guys who listen to this podcast. That's where they're at in life right now. They're at, they're at a place where mm -hmm. they've got, they just got, you know, they're uncomfortable, like they're uncomfortable in their own yeah. skin almost. Right. And, um, and I mean, the relief that comes when you finally have that, but then there's that stigma. Did you ever feel the stigma? Like, like, like uh, you're Hawaiian, right? I'm not Hawaiian. Actually, I'm actually half Puerto Rican, half Scottish. I'm just born in Hawaii. Okay. So, you, okay. But you're, oh, sorry. You you live in Hawaii though, right? Yeah. I live in Hawaii. Okay. Very relaxed kind of a place, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, does the, uh, the stigma that a lot of guys feel, um, about showing weakness about, you know, it, you're in a very relaxed place, but that's still, it's, I almost think it's biological sometimes when we have, when we're weak in some area, or we're not doing well in some area, many of us as men have the tendency to bury that. Was that something that, um, was that a route that you took for a little while or did you kind of immediately knew that you needed to get help? No, it was, I definitely took to, you know, bearing, bearing the hatch, you know, leaving it, leaving it be, but you know, people, what people don't realize is that stays with you. It definitely does. Um, and then as, as time goes on and you don't release that or you don't let it go, you know, it just builds up over time. And, um, I definitely did, did the route that you're talking about though, is trying to, trying to tough it out and, and, you know, bury it, bury it deep down inside. But, you know, once it comes out, you know, everything comes out. Yeah. Um, and, and it, did it get worse before it got better? Oh, definitely. For sure. It, yeah. I would say, I would say you would hit your lowest point before it gets better. But after that, it's, it's, it's such a relief. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, I want to talk about that relief in a second, but, but the low point for you, um, the other part about the low point is, you know, many times we don't know that we've hit the low point. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, cause you're just having that, that, that free fall and you don't even realize you've gotten to the bottom until you start realizing that you're improving and, and to get back to the improving part, how empowering was it for you once you realized, Oh, okay. 
it's 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 getting better now. You know, it felt it felt amazing, you know. And like I said, I'm you know, I'm from Hawaii and a lot of my my stress relief, I love to Oh. We lost you. Is he still there or did he disappear? Okay. I don't know if you can hear me or not, buddy, but your mic cut out on our end. Okay. Yeah. I can hear you. I can hear you just. Okay. Oh, there we go. You're back. I don't know if you did anything or not, but you're back. No, I didn't. I didn't do anything. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Okay. We can cut that part out. No problem. So, so let's go back to the, uh, um, you know, the rock bottom part and then the empowerment coming back up. Yeah. Oh, starting now. Yeah. 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 Go for it. Okay. Yeah. So, so like I said, um, I'm from Hawaii. So a lot of my stress relief, I love to go to the beach and you know what I, uh, I do a lot of reflecting at the beach and a, a lot of my personal side of, of working through things is writing in journals. And I love to do that at the beach because I feel like that's where I can have the most clear mind possible. And I noticed I started doing real growth when I moved from writing in journals to meditating and when I was able to meditate, it just felt like I could just let go all of that negative energy in, into the earth pretty much and, and use that to, to benefit my mental health. Had you meditated before this experience? Not at all. Not at I all. I love it. Fantastic. Because we talk about this so much on this show. And I mean, it's people from all sorts of walks of life that come in and they talk about meditation and their different, um, their different uh, experiences with it. Here we got a guy, we're talking to a guy right now who literally in 2021, like in the last few months has learned about meditation and whatnot. So can you take us through that? What is meditation to you, how the process began and, uh, and what it means to you now? Yeah, I'll actually tell you how it all started. So I actually looked through my, my insurance actually. (laughs) And, um, I was looking to find a, find a mental health professional and being on an Island, we don't have a lot of the resources here. And the, but, but the good part of it was that a lot of people were inquiring. So that's why my appointment was pushed back in months in advance. So they gave me this app, you know, there's, there's this app called Calm. And yeah. I was, I was looking through, I'm sure you've heard of it. I was Absolutely. looking through it and there was, there was a meditation portion and I don't know what, what drawn me to it. I was just intrigued and there was just an introduction and that's how it all started. And I just fell in love with it. And calm, um, like we're very familiar with calm, obviously with, he changed it is like, they're almost kind of like, uh, uh, like mentors, like trailblazers, because he changed it, wants to do something very similar to what calm has done. We want to change lives. Um, but, mm-hmm. but removing the, the male stigma, the male experience is a big, obviously the, the, the focal point, but calm is yes, very much. We look like as, as an app there, where we would be, you know, want to link arms with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they, they ease people who have never meditated into meditation, uh, and have a, have a process to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. And, and they do it in short increments too. So I remember when I first started, there was like three minute sessions and then it, you know, as, as time went on, it turned out to be five minutes and nine minutes. And then you can do, you know, as time goes on. Um, but I, that's the part that I really enjoyed. And then I started meditating in the sauna. Uh, that was a new thing that I started and I don't know why that was also another energy relief that I, that I really enjoy as well. So I do about nine minute sessions in the sauna. Um, you and I are, you and I are spirit brothers when it comes to this, we've got an infrared sauna on our deck 
and and one of the the greatest experiences that uh, that I have is going in there for and if I can if I can afford the time of ninety minutes, <laughs> and and I can spend a tremendous amount of that time in that silence in that place of just letting things go, being present, thanking my mind for all of the uh, amazing things that it does when it spins, but saying you know what I'm just going to let you go for a little while, and mm-hmm. uh, and just just letting that stuff just wash away. Um, that's one of the best, best experiences I can have in a week. And I mean, oh man, we're, we're very similar when it comes to that. Uh, speak a little bit to the idea. So there's people out there who are, who are maybe, you know, who've heard about this, uh, maybe afraid to try it. Maybe the, the that, that stigma of, of, of weakness might be there. Um, and also the other stigma is that I've run into, I don't know if you have, if you've talked as you've talked to people, but, um, one phrase, there's a guy that I follow. His name is Dr. Joe Dispenza. He talks about one thing that he says all the time is that there's no such thing as a bad meditation and don't worry about it. If you, if you don't think that you're doing it right, you got to free yourself of that. Um, I I'm certain that you can speak to that. Oh, 100%. Um, a lot of my, my initial, um, troubles were of focusing um, and keeping my eyes closed for the entire time because your mind, your mind wanders, of course. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because the instructor knows your mind is wandering and will try to try to leer you back into it. So that's the part I enjoy. Um, it kind of makes me laugh actually, <laughs> but when I get into those situations, I just make sure that I'm aware of, of what's going on. Like, okay, you're losing focus, you know, open your eyes for a little bit, you know, get in tune with your body and then come back to it. You know, that, that's, that's the main purpose of it is acknowledging what's going on. And that's the same thing in life. You acknowledge what's, what's going on in your life and, and you do something about it to make it, to make it better. Absolutely. Uh, do you prefer now that you're in the journey that you are and you're kind of in it and, and, and got your feet wet, do you prefer guided meditations or, uh, ones where you just go for it in silence? I I've tried both. Um, I would say it all depends on how I'm feeling. If I, if I, if I'm feeling a certain mood, sometimes I'll find a meditation that's, that's geared towards that. So if I'm, if I'm feeling some type of anxiety, I would try to try to get a meditation guidance towards anxiety. Yeah. But if I'm, if I'm out, you know, out in the open, I just want to, I just want to be peaceful and just, and just, you know, feel that energy. Well, and let's face it. Um, I mean, you live in a, you live in a magical place. You live in a place that, you know, people, people talk about it and they need to go there for two or three weeks just to, just to feel the energy there. Um, And I mean, you know, some people, they have no idea when I, when I, when I talk about energy like that, they're like, what the hell are you even talking about? (laughs) Has, Has your relationship to that word changed at all since you've started meditating? Yeah. So I I would say that I'm a very spiritual guy. And, and, and what I, what I used to believe was that spirit and energy kind of intertwined, which, which they kind of do, but in this case, it's, it's kind of separated. So energy in this case would be, you could let go of negative energy. You know, you have positive energy and the spiritual side of it is, is a little bit different. Um, You, you kind of see that in a positive light at at all times. Um, So that's how I kind of, once I differentiated that, I was able to, to be at peace with, with myself and that helped me in my spiritual side. I feel you. Do you, are you fortunate enough to live near the beach? I'm actually right in the middle. So I'm right in the middle of every beach. Oh, (laughs) there you go. It's considered central. Yeah. So about 25 minutes from, from North, South, West, East. (laughs) Wow. 
That's uh, that, and I mean, I, you know, we talk about gratefulness a lot on this thing as well. And, and I mean, you know, this is, again, these, are, these things leave clues, you know, we, from a business standpoint, and we're, I want to talk about chronic here in a minute, but you know, uh, success leaves clues when it comes to business and things like that, but you know what peace and calmness and, and, and that inner peace, um, you know, that leaves clues too. And so I, 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 I love, the journey. I don't know about you, but for me, I, I just love the journey of discovering these new things. Um, and, and, and gratefulness is a huge, huge, huge part of that. You know, some of the things that you and I are talking about right now, if there are guys listening to this that are in the mess, whatever that mess might be, you know, we're just trying to point to directions that might lead out of the mess. And, and, and many times, um, you know, meditation is a huge one. What has gratitude been a part of your journey to healing in that, uh, in that sabbatical that you took? Oh, definitely. And I would say gratitude in regards to, so I, like I said, I'm born and raised in Hawaii. So I do have my family around me and I have gratitude because I am grateful that my grandparents are still around and I'm just, they're like my best friends to me. So I see them almost every other day. And I, I vent, I vent everything to them. I tell them everything. And, you know, in that regards, I, I do have gratitude throughout my process because they understand what I'm going through and they yeah. understand my process and they've been so supportive throughout everything. So that, yeah, I've definitely been grateful for everything. I got to tell you, uh, here's something I'm grateful for right now. You've just said something and you have no idea that you could have done this. Uh, you just sent shivers of gratitude running up and down me right now, just by saying that statement. I'll tell you why. Um, I've talked a little bit on this podcast about my granddaughter. She's my, she's my everything. She's three years old. Um, you know, talk about Island. She's got a little Hawaiian in her and, and, oh, wow. and, and it shows like, she looks like a little Island baby. I met the rocks mom a couple of years ago. Uh, and, and, and when Alara was just one year old and, and I showed, I showed her a picture of Alara and she's like, Oh my God, this Island baby. I want to just hug her. Like she just, that's what she looks like. She is my favorite little creature in the world. Um, ever since she was born, she's been, she went through some, some medical stuff. Thank God she's on the other side of it, but I just love her so, so, so much. She sleeps over at her house at least once a week. And my goal in life right now. I mean, a lot of big goals in life had a lot of cool experiences. I'll tell you this. If I only achieve one more goal in life, it's that when she is your age, how old are you right now, Trev? I just turned 25. Okay. Oh my God. If my granddaughter, when she is 25, feels the way about me and says the things about me, the way that you do about your grandparents, like that gives me so much hope. I just want her to be my best friend and my, 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 my little buddy forever. And you just saying that just gave me massive, massive hope that that might be a reality. Oh, it definitely, it definitely will be. If you give her a lot of attention, she will definitely, she will definitely consider you her favorite. <laughs> it's a different relationship, right? Between your parents and your grandparents. 100%. And it's so funny. So my mom's, my mom's dad always tells me that um, he always, he always believed that he was a better granddad than he was a father because he just, he just spoiled the grandkids. <laughs> But, and, and I know a little bit about funny. that. They're a lot, they're a lot relatable too. You know, you, you tell your grandparents a lot of things that you wouldn't tell your parents, yeah. at least, at least from my experience, that's what I do. From your lips to God's ears, my ears, my friend, um, <laughs> that that's, uh, that's amazing. And, and, uh, you know, getting back to gratitude here, I, I just am so grateful that you are able to talk about this and willing to talk about this. Cause again, that stigma is there where so many times we don't. 
And, uh, and, and not only that, you are building this coffee company. First off, I want to know about the name of chronic, where that came from and what was the, uh, what was the genesis of that? But second, um, you have taken it and, and, and decided to add that social impact piece to the business. Now, had you made that decision before you took your sabbatical or was it a result of your sabbatical that you decided that you wanted to tell everybody about what it is that chronic is doing and how you're giving back? It was definitely the result of the sabbatical. So I actually wasn't thinking too far into it um, before in beforehand. Um, but once I, I felt that connection to it, I just, I just felt like I needed to spread that message. And I built my brand based on my family. So the word, the word chronic, I actually, I actually heard it from my friend. One of my friends said that he was a chronic for coffee. And uh-huh. for some reason that just stuck with me, you yep. know, like I just needed to have it in the morning. Sometimes I needed it at 2 PM, you know, it's, it's, you know, everybody can kind of relate to that. Yeah. Um, and the roots part of it. So throughout, throughout COVID, uh, in 2020, uh, we did a lot of research on my family history. So like I said, I'm half Puerto Rican. And what we found was that my great, great, great grandfathers were, um, coffee farmers in Puerto Rico. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So that's how this has, how the roots connected to it. So that's how I got chronic roots coffee. Very cool. Um, talk a little bit about Hawaiian coffee compared to, uh, around the, around the rest of the world. What makes your coffee so awesome? Hawaiian coffee is a little bit different. Um, so I actually put a lot of flavoring into my coffee, but natural flavoring. So I don't put any syrups. It's all 100% natural. So like I do have a cinnamon haze flavor um, and it's made with cinnamon and hazelnut sticks and it's mixed, it's blended in with the coffee, even with the beans. So everything oh, is wow. made 100% natural. How big is this thing now? How big do you want to get it? Um, I want to make it a national thing. So that's actually why I wanted to pick Heads Up Guys and partner with them because I know that they're a national company and I do want to help more people in my community. Yep. But I also I also have connections in Wisconsin. I went to school in Wisconsin. You know, I have I have connections in California, Nevada, Washington. So, you know, I want to spread that message beyond and, and get as far as I can, really. Uh, what do you see? What do you see this company? How big do you see this company being? Are you going to be like a uh, factory coffee guy? I want to have a coffee shop for sure. I want to have a local coffee shop to start. That's for sure. And then hopefully become a factory and, you know, do the whole wholesale and then, you know, get into the big corporations and all of that. Big distribution, but, all of that stuff. Yeah, exactly. But for now, I, I want to start with a coffee shop. That That's on my mind for sure. What was your, uh, before you started this company, what was your background? So, I, yeah, like I said, I'm 25 years old. I graduated college when I was 21. So about four years ago, and I worked in sales actually. And yep. how, how the coffee portion got on my mind. So I worked for a global packaging company called Viking Basic, and I worked in sales with them. So I sat in on a, on a lot of a lot of really great meetings with companies like Kellogg's, Starbucks, you know, yep. Boya Beans. And I saw a lot of coffee roasters. And what what my company did was sell them packaging machines for their coffee bags. Yep. And I don't know why I always steered to coffee and I just I just felt a connection to it. And then finding out about my family history, you know, it just all made sense to me. And, and that's when I took the leap of faith and, and led myself to coffee. What's been the biggest struggle so far as you've been uh, 
putting yourself through the wilderness from, from going from the corporate job and, and, and the things, the benefits that come with that to the uh, idea of entrepreneurship and, and all of the, uh, the terrifying highs and dizzying lows that can come in that, uh, in that adventure. What's the, what's the biggest struggle been for you? I tell you what, every day is different. That is for sure. That I would say that's like every job, but when you're an entrepreneur, every day is different. That is for sure. Um, yeah. But I will say that that for me, since I I am still young, funding for me is, is a big force is a big uh, struggle for me at times, especially trying to fund the big coffee company that I'm trying to trying to make this. So, yeah, you're trying um, to fund a vision. You got a vision. Yeah, and I have a big. One. You have to you have to translate that vision to somebody who has the means to help you get that vision. And, and, and in that, that right there, just the communication alone can be a struggle. Never mind actually making that happen. Mm-hmm, exactly. And, and I actually, I've actually done this all by myself, so I don't have a team behind me. So that that's the next struggle is, is okay. Who do I bring on board that wants the same vision that I do, you know? And, uh, and, you know, that, that's the next, next big step for me. Um, I know that the team at he um, really, is is mindful of this not just because he's a startup on its own but because many times there are guys and i mean i use this phrase all the time silos you know they talk about silos uh, the help men you know put themselves in and they separate themselves almost and when that loneliness can hit whatever the arena but here we're talking business it's really cool to sometimes have a guy uh who might be going through something similar where there is no um you know, uh, they, they, they got no, uh, no horse in that race kind of a thing, right. Or no dog in that race where they can just go back and forth and talk about some of these things and how both guys iron sharpens iron, how both guys can be sharpened from that. That's something that he definitely wants to, uh, to implement a place where, you know, the, 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 in the plans, there's going to be an entrepreneur room where entrepreneurs can kind of go in there and sharpen each other back and forth. Um, when you saw he changed it, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just spoke about, you know, the struggle of being the entrepreneur. When you saw he changed it, did you see the vision of things like that and the benefit of things like that? Definitely. And and like I said, what, what really caught my attention with he changed it was the mental fitness side of it. So it's it's more of a performance based based app, which which I I want to incorporate in my life. You know, I, I I'm physically active every single day. Yeah. Um, I, I meditate every single day. So. So this is something that I can I can really relate to, and and I think it's such a great thing to to have a fitness based app that is that connects every, all all aspects pretty much. Yeah, because people think fitness, they think physical automatically, right? But that's exactly. one piece of a very big puzzle when it comes to being a man in twenty twenty one. Exactly. So yeah, it even connects to your spiritual side. I, there's there's also also things that will help you, um, you know, of course, of course, physically, actually, I saw some things that will help you physically, and then of course, mentally. So, so it really could get, does the full 360. Oh, man, and that's cool. And if you, if you were to talk to the team, they'd be telling you, oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. The, the, the plans that they have, uh, and the things that they're working on in the background here are, are, are awesome. And, but this to go back to the struggle that you talked about, at the same place, you know, waiting for that, waiting for that partnership to come that right uh, piece of funding, the, you know, cause at the end of the day, it's not just about the money. You want to make sure that you find a right partner. I can assume that's the same with coffee. You need to find somebody that sees your vision and wants to help you run with that vision. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's funny that you mentioned that. So I was just telling my, I was just telling my dad the other day, 
Um, I, I've sold quite a bit of coffee bags uh, since, since I've opened up. But what was the most meaningful thing to me was when somebody messaged me on Instagram and it was, it was somebody I haven't talked to in years. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I really loved what you're doing about sharing your story and sharing your, your experience with mental health because I've struggled with sharing my experience and, and I kind of want to look into it. And I feel like that was the most impactful thing to me. Oh, did he freeze? Okay, you froze for a second. Still frozen? Not frozen? Okay, you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay, we're back. Okay, it froze. Oh, sorry. Yeah, it did freeze on my end, too. No, that's okay. So, so, um, So you had somebody reach back out to you. Uh, and, and when you shared your story and they talked about how they've gone through it too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He, and it was somebody I haven't talked to in a really long time and I was so surprised on who this person was. So that's how I knew it was really impactful. Um, and that it was a, what made that was, was so much more meaningful than, than just selling a bag of coffee. And that's kind of how I would look into sharing um, a partnership, you know, with somebody that's like, that's the kind of vision I would want to see in somebody. Oh my God. Yeah. You and I are, you and I are spirit brothers in so many ways. I I also have a corporate background and, 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 and don't get me wrong. There are some cool things. Like you talk about that meeting with Calix. I've been part of meetings like that in my corporate life too, that were, that were cool. Like it was cool to be part of that. Like it was okay. That was neat. But I found it uh, many times at the end of the day. And, and, and after a long period of time, I found it soulless. Um, I found it like, you know, but, but being part of something where you're helping people or you're giving back that speaks to me like crazy. And uh, including that in your, your model for what your company is doing um, when you blow this thing up, I mean, okay. Yeah. You've sold a lot of coffee bags right now. Well, you want to sell a lot more to show people your brand and your flavors and all of the amazing things, but you're also already helping people. You shared them with that one guy. Imagine what happens when you get a magnifying glass or a megaphone on what it is that you're doing, how many people you'll be able to help. How good will it feel when your head hits the pillow at night at that point? Exactly. And that, that's what I'm hoping for with, with all of this. So when you say you want about this, this explosion, that's exactly what I would want. I would want to see how many people I would help in the long run compared to how many coffee bags I would sell in the long run. That, that's really what it's all about. It's all about helping people. And, and helping as many as people that we can. I, uh, I told you that time is slippery when we, when we, uh, when we do this. Uh, and, and I mean, this is amazing. This is your first podcast. You've never done this before. No, I've never done this before. <laughs> no, you'd never know it. You'd never know it, man. I just, I appreciate how, uh, how vulnerable you, you are. I appreciate how, how, um, your story, um, is such that is so relatable. There's a lot of guys that can relate to this in many, many, many ways. Um, and you know what, we get a whole bunch of different listeners here. Um, you know, if there's somebody out there who wants to get into the coffee business, who wants to look at this, who wants to maybe partner up, who, who likes what Trevor is saying, um, what's the best way to follow you, connect with you, get a hold of you, learn about the company, throw the, uh, throw the deets out there, man. Yeah, for sure. You can you can follow us on Instagram at Chronic Roots Coffee, or you can hit you can hit me up directly at my at my email at chronicrootscoffee at gmail.com. So that'd be the best way to connect with me. 
That's fantastic, man. Uh, we just appreciate you taking time and, and again, kind of bearing your soul here as we move to the close, um, you know, talking about some of these things, talking about entrepreneurship, talking about mental health, talking about the curveballs life throws us, you know, um, PTSD, all of that kind of stuff. Do you have a, do you have a, a message that you would like, if there is a guy out there who's listening, who's unsure about his footing, is there a message out there that you want to throw to, uh, to him, a little life raft? Yeah, I'd say if you're unsure, just be open to the process and connect with someone. If you want to connect with a family member or a friend at first, that, that's completely fine. Um, but just make sure that you're ready to get the help. And, and once you hit that point, I would say seek it when, when you can. Yeah. And the feeling afterwards when you do, like we, we kind of rabbit trailed this one a little bit, but, uh, you know, maybe bringing it home. Let's talk about the freedom that comes and the, the relief that comes. And again, we use the word empowerment earlier, the empowerment that comes when you do make that decision to do that, how much better can life get and how quickly can it happen? Oh my gosh. It can happen very quickly. If you really, if you really focus and, and attend to the, to the needs of, of yourself and put yourself forward, it can happen within a month. It can happen within weeks. Um, yeah. And the relief that you get, you know, it's so beneficial that it, I can't even put it into words. Yeah, man. I, I can't, uh, I can't echo that enough. Um, the overwhelm, uh, when you're in the fog, you know, you think you're never coming out and, and, and you're oh, the overwhelm and the paralysis and all that shit that shows up, um, you know, and, and at the same time, and you can't even articulate it as well as I just articulated it there. It's just, you're, the, you're, you're lost, but, but getting found can happen nearly instantaneously and, and you can sure make a lot of progress instantaneously to a quick result. Uh, you are, a, a, an example of that. Thank you very, very much for sharing your story, Trevor. I can't, I can't thank you enough for, for talking about your experience. I can't thank you enough for supporting our boys over at heads up guys. And, uh, and us here at, he changed it. Um, if ever we can do anything for you and, and, and just appreciate this relationship. Can't wait to watch it grow as both of our little empires here. <laughs> start to blow up yeah. yeah awesome thank you guys for having me so much thanks for letting me share my experience i had such a great time on here and and i hope we can do it again in the future that'd be awesome oh my man yeah let's uh let's let's uh watch each other as we all inch ahead in everything that we're doing <laughs> let's monitor it and let's keep each other uh, posted yeah for sure that sounds good mike i appreciate you guys thank you so uh, much appreciate you too man they go by real quick that was uh, Trevor Perry, Chronic Root Coffee. Check him out. Check out what he is doing. It's not just coffee. It's coffee with a conscience. It's coffee that wants to solve some problems. It's coffee uh, with a with a with a curveball to it uh, from Hawaii, from one of the one of the most beautiful, magical places on earth. Uh, we're really really grateful that he took time out of his day to be here once again. He changed it. Is available for download. Please, please download it. Please, please share it. Same thing with the podcast. We love to subscribe. You know what? I Hey, I just love doing this in these conversations, but the people behind me are all saying, hey, look, we want to get our analytics to the place. The analytics, the way that that grows is when people actually hit the subscribe button, when people actually hit the share button, we would appreciate it so much. Hey, we want to change the world. We want to make the world a better place for men out there and beyond. Because guess what? If men's worlds are better, everybody's worlds around those men are going to be better too. You know, partners, wives, family, kids, business partners, the whole thing. If we can help improve a man's life, we can improve the world. So thank you very much for all of the support that you've been giving. My name is Mike Chisholm. I am the host of HeCast, the official podcast of He Changed It. Go change something.